Hi, welcome to the Mindfully Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sines, and today we're going to talk about stress management and stress reduction. These are both uh, very trending topics in not only the corporate wellness world where I spend a lot of my time, and also the personal health and fitness world where I spend a lot of my time as well. And we know that by reducing and managing stress, we can truly improve health indicators such as waistline, uh, such as BMI, such as blood pressure, such as resting heart rate, such as, such as blood glucose, and the list goes on. We know that we need to manage our stress. We know that there are things we can do to reduce it. So in this episode, I'm going to unpack what those are, give you some takeaway tips to help reduce stress and help manage those chronic stressors that may seem miserable and like you can't get outside the box right now. I hope to help you unpack those and really take things from a different mindset and a different approach. Thanks again for tuning in to Mindfully Strong Podcast. Here we go on all things stress. Thanks again for tuning in, Mindfully Strong, Episode 8, Stress Management and Stress Reduction. Before we dive into the tactics that I would love to share with you for you to take away and implement right away, let's discuss a little bit more about stress. So stress is going to be something that comes up in our life, either external or internal, that maybe we feel we have no control over, but it does create a physiological change and response in our body. So what that really means is that this stressor, this stimulus being external or internal is going to create a change in the way our body is currently operating. This can be in increased heart rate. It can be an increased blood pressure, increased breathing rates. Uh, maybe it's just butterflies you feel in your stomach. But what we need to note here is there is a change in our uh, process of our bodies when stress is present. This can be good. This can be bad. Let's unpack that as well. So with stress, there are a few different types, three specifically. Uh, one being acute stress. So acute stress could look anything like you stub your toe and it hurts for about 30 seconds and then it goes away. During that time of you stubbing your toe, you are going to have physiological changes in your body, right? It's likely if pain is present, your heart rate's going to go up. It's likely that if, um, you know, you are maybe hopping around on one leg, that lots of blood flow will go to that other side, but there'll be some change in the processes and in your body's system. And what will also happen is as soon as that pain goes away, it'll start to, as soon as it happens, it's like at its peak, right? And then it'll start to go away. And those, uh, those things that are happening in your body will start to go away as well. Breathing rate will go back down to normal, blood pressure, heart rate, all that stuff will come back down to, you know, what we call homeostasis, right? Our resting, our resting uh, bodies. Now um, that's with our acute stress. So something happens right away. Then we have our eustress and eustress is typically positive. So that can be if you're getting married and, you know, you're excited to be there. Maybe your resting heart rate is 10 beats higher that day just because you have lots of exciting things going on and you're having cool conversations with your friends and family members. Uh, another eustress could be like you're having a baby. I know I've got two young boys at home and man, I was definitely feeling some eustress, not only when uh, the moments leading up to their, their arrival in the hospital, but also kind of that whole time there. It's almost like a, it's almost like a high of some sort that you're, you know, excited for your um, things are changing in your life and there are physiological changes that happen in your body. Okay. So that's with 
um, the, the acute stress, like if you stub your toe and then the you stress, the good stuff, like if you're getting married, get a new job, get a promotion, celebrating, right? All that, all that fun stuff. And then we have our chronic stress. And this is what really makes um, the biggest impact, negative impact on our health long-term. So when we think of chronic stress, it's things that are happening either, you know, time over time again, or just kind of consistently in that state, consistently impacting our physiological makeup, changing our heart rate, changing the way our body operates. Now, why that's uh, dangerous in a chronic setting when it's chronic, just meaning, you know, keep, keeps happening is it actually creates changes in our body. So here are a few examples of that. When we have chronic stress, so let's use the example of traffic, okay? So we have chronic stress, there's lots of traffic, we're in it, you know, five days a week, sometimes six, depending on what you do and where you work. And um, what happens is our heart rate starts to go up while we're in the car, right? But our muscles are not working. So what happens is we build up this higher heart rate and with that stress that's present, we also build up a hormone called cortisol. And cortisol is, is not necessarily always a bad thing. It's meant to do something. It's meant to kind of alert us, give us that fight or flight alert in a situation of danger or in a situation of needing heightened awareness. Well, if that happens time over time again, and we're in the car, we're in that stress, we're stuck in that stressor, that cortisol doesn't have the opportunity to leave our body because we feel like we are constantly in that stressor. And what happens for too many people is, you know, they're in the car, they're driving home, they're doing their thing, they get home. And as soon as they're there, more stressors come up, right? Their wife needs their attention, their husband needs their attention, their kids need their attention. Um, that stressor doesn't have time to go away. So in the chronic setting, that's when we really need to look at um, not only managing our stress, but also implementing daily habits that help us reduce our stress. Because when we get chronic stress, that's when the, the physiological changes in our body, like I mentioned, increase heart rate, increase blood pressure, they happen chronically as well. So um, if we want to prevent things like high blood pressure, prevent things like heart disease long term, it is really important that we look at our current stressors and we look at how we can both uh, reduce the way that they impact our bodies and also manage those stressors within our lives. So now that we've got a little background on the three types of stress and how they actually change our bodies, let's talk about some strategies and tactics we can use to uh, reduce those stressors and kind of push them to the side, focus on ourselves, and focus on our goals and enjoy our life the best that we can, regardless of stress that we have present. So with managing our stressors, um, let's go back to that traffic example. Some things we can control within that are our route, right? Our route to work. So if the current route we're taking isn't working, we can explore other ones to help manage that stressor. We can also, if our work schedule is flexible, we can look at the time that we, we travel to, okay? So that's way that we can, um, we can manage those stressors. But other things that come up, like let's say you have a bad boss, right? Some people just have a bad boss where their boss is probably overworked, stressed out, um, underpaid, has lots of commitments, 
and just as much time as you and I each day. And when we have um, chronic stressors, like maybe an unhealthy working relationship that seems to happen day in and day out, we have to set some boundaries there. We have to be able to have difficult conversations with those individuals that are causing those stressors, especially if it's specific, right? If they're uh, maybe you feel like you're being micromanaged and right after a meeting, you don't have time to work on a task and they're calling you right away to ask about it. Uh, just let them know, hey, I'm, I'm so happy to check in with you on this. I'm going to need an extra two hours to make sure that I can be thorough and get it done, uh, along with making sure that I'm staying up with my commitments and my, my customer management through the email or whatever it is you're doing. But just be, be willing to set those, converse, set those conversations and expectations up front. That way you don't feel so much pressure from those things that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Another thing we can do to uh, manage these chronic stressors is change our mindset. So back to the traffic example again, uh, what if we were to take that opportunity to learn something new? What if instead of you know being stressed out, stuck in the car, giving ourselves head and neck pain because we're crammed on the steering wheel, what if we took that opportunity to learn about mindfulness and we listened to a new podcast? Or what if we took that opportunity to improve our sales skills and we jumped on a podcast about sales, right? What if we wanted to learn a different language and there were some, some audio learnings that we were able to include in our, in our commute that can really help add value to our life, but also help bring some purpose and bring some meaning to that stressful commute. And then the third thing we can really do to, I'm sorry, fourth thing we can really do to uh, manage those stressors is seek outside help. This could be outside help from a mental health therapist and, and it could be counseling where you get to discuss things that come up in your life. It could just be, hey, honey, I need some extra help with dishes this week because I'm getting my butt kicked in the kitchen, right? It could be anything. But when those chronic stressors are there and they're continuing to happen, we can really look at controlling our environment. We can look at setting boundaries with those stressors. We can look at changing our mindset and seeking outside help to help manage stressors that we know are going to happen on a consistent basis with throughout our life. Okay. So those are the four tips that you can use to help manage those stressors that come. Now let's talk about reducing the negative impacts of those stressors on our life and how we can kind of empty the stress tank, as I like to call it, uh, through health and fitness programs. Well, the first thing you can do is exercise. Research shows that strength training is one of the top things you can do to reduce stress. It's going to use up all that built up cortisol. It's going to help your muscles uh, flush out any fluid that's stored into them and get some fresh blood flow back in. It's going to help your heart rate get some uh, healthy elevation and then come back down to homeostasis. And it's going to help your body just feel fatigued. For a lot of people, stress is, is held in the body. So we get things like rounded shoulders. We get things like tight hips, like stiff neck. And when we're not doing things like consistent exercise, we're not doing ourselves any justice to work out those physical stressors that eventually come on from uh, things like chronic stress in the workplace or chronic stress at home. So we got to exercise, okay? Have to exercise at least two to three days per week. If you need any suggestions there, I'm happy to share um, any types of resources with you that you need. Strength training at the gym, got you covered, yoga at home, whatever it is. Uh, hit me up, drew at teamupaz.com and I'll get you what you need. Okay, next thing we need to do is we need to sleep. So there's magic that happens in the brain when we sleep. Hormones actually flush out those stress hormones when we get a full night's rest. So we need to prioritize at least six hours of uninterrupted sleep each night. And we do that by setting a consistent bedtime, uh, having those tough conversations within our home, letting people know that we're prioritizing our sleep, 
and then taking our butts to bed. Okay. Third thing we're going to do to help impact, uh, to help reduce the impact of those stressors is improve our nutrition. The more we can get in fruits and vegetables on a consistent basis, the more we're getting in those antioxidants and the vitamins and minerals our body needs to fight off those free radicals. So we think about cancer, right? Cancer is derived from free radicals in the body. And research shows that when we eat foods that are vitamin, mineral, and antioxidant rich, such as fruits, vegetables, and berries, uh, we really help the body fight off those free radicals. So if we want to have less stress in our lives and, and, and feel the stress that is maybe chronic less, we can F absolutely do that by improving our nutrition, uh, making sure we get enough sleep and getting adequate exercise two to three days per week. Okay. And then the very last tip I'm going to share with you for reducing the impact of stress is remove yourself. I can't tell you how many times I have conversations with folks that have stayed in jobs, relationships, or even just friendships that are extremely stressful to them. And I'm telling you, if your relationships are causing you more stress and not adding value to your life, it's time to take inventory and say, hey, is this serving me? Or is this just something that's, that's not serving me that I need to maybe remove myself from, set some different kind of boundaries, or even look at a, a pivot in my life um, with this relationship. So again, breaking down the difference between stress management and stress reduction, really want you to walk away with this knowing that stress does cause a physiological change in our bodies that can lead to things like high blood pressure, can lead to things like heart disease, and even cancer if we're not managing it on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you would like to implement an education program or workshop just like this in your workplace, I would be happy to offer a complimentary workshop either in person or online for your people. If you're interested in that, email me with the subject line workshop at drew, D-R-E-W, at T-E-A-M-U-P-A-Z.com. That's drew at teamupaz.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mindfully Strong. I look forward to connecting with you soon. And I start to clap Cause I'm feeling good My room is empty All it has It's a guitar and a snare drum Bang on it. It's this life. I guess it's fine.